Hey now, this is the Bachelor PhD. Welcome to any new listeners that we might have gained while we were at the LA Comic Con. Easy R. Oh yeah. You know what? We'll we'll bring the uh, our portion of the panel to the people here because the <laughs> you can listen to the audio. I think on Vanderpump Robs. I'm not positive if you can listen to it yet. Yeah, um, but I, I it was seen it. basically. Can you? Uh, what was the thesis there, Craig? That reality TV is a matrix, <laughs> and things like Jax is a glitch in the matrix. So I did a little riff on Jax. Right, and then there's this kind of, well, other than the, the there's kind of this timeline component to how things are progressing in reality TV, uh, which shows how the Matrix is set up. The Matrix from the Matrix movies. Right. Um, but it's all real, everybody, so don't worry. Yeah. What do you think of LA Comic Con itself? I'd yeah. actually been before. It's fine. <laughs> It was prefer, exactly I, how I thought it would be, is it, how I think of it. Okay. I prefer a much manageable Comic-Con. Um, if anyone's ever been to the San Diego Comic-Con, it is unmanageable. Like, if you want to get to... So, it goes from basically Wednesday night till Sunday. And if you want to do ten things, good luck. You will maybe do seven. Um, and, uh, Caitlin, have you ever been to a Comic-Con? Any com Like, you know, any no. of them? Oh, okay. I've not been to any of them. I've been in cities where something like that is being held. Yeah, they all kind of look the same now, if, I, if yeah. I'm being honest. You're like they noticed by like public transportation and being like, there's a lot of people like wearing costumes to go to Yeah, something. there's a lot of people wearing cosplay at LA Comic Con, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, if, if, if you see kind of like an anime con or, uh, you know, any other kind of niche within Comic Con, because Comic Con itself, too, used to be about comics. I actually went, I don't want to say one of its first years, but in the early 2000s or in the late 90s, um, my first year of high school, maybe I went. And it was uh, literally about comics. Now it's about movies and cosplay yeah. and cosplay anything. Caitlin, uh, one of the big draws at the main stage, one of the main draws was uh, the guy from... Uh, Help me out here, easier. <laughs> oh, I don't want to remind you. Uh, uh, the guy from the office, Napoleon, Rain Napoleon Dynamite. Oh. Napoleon okay. Dynamite was there. And Pedro was there, too. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah, I remember watching that movie. And there's actually um, there's a contestant on Survivor this season that people keep on comparing to Napoleon Dynamite because he kind oh, of really? has that look. That's kind of funny. Well, that just proves EZR's point, which is it's like, you know, there's lots of things that aren't related necessarily to comics that have big draws. Yeah, it's just consumption con. Pokemon point, was big. Which is fine. Yeah, Pokemon. anything that's uh, pop culture and it's kind of geared more towards younger kids now, too, right? Yeah. Um, but more importantly, we had a panel. <laughs> yeah. We had a panel, we had people in the audience, and they took out their phones, and they subscribed, we hope, to both Vanderpump Robs and Bachelor PhD. So welcome. Do you want to start with the Golden Bachelor? Because this isn't over. This is not over. <laughs> Notebook style. It's oh. not over. Like It's very frustrating <laughs> that it's not over, though. You mean because of that article that came out that we sort of touched on, but didn't really give enough credit to? Well, we absolutely touched on it and it was 
still brewing despite the finale, despite the wedding coming up. Um, and you guys, I, I want to, so let's recap then. Go ahead, Craig. <laughs> or Caitlin. Since uh... Craig is mute. <laughs> No, it's just that he's Jerry's not, not such a great guy now. But so mm-hmm. there's what's in the article, which is like, oh, he had a girlfriend and he, <laughs> he charged the girlfriend yeah. rent. So that's the important takeaway there is that he charged the girlfriend rent because I, I kind of yeah. went on board with this a little bit that he picked Teresa because Teresa has money. See, that is, uh, definitely what's going around. The and you got you got to consider sure. these things when you're that I, age. You I don't buy that it. narrative. I agree with you, but I don't buy that narrative. Um, and I also, you know, what if he's closing out of his retirement funds? Where are you going to get more money? Sure, but he okay. This is why I don't buy that narrative. Uh, he. He's he has he must have been able to make his own money. He became the bachelor, which means I think that he's not in some kind of frail, you know, he's not some frail old man or like some miser. He's able to create his own cachet just by being the bachelor. Um, I, I'm not. Let's just say he does want that. He is much more powerful just being him. Right. Him with a wife. Sure. But I don't think he's after Teresa's. I doubt millions. Yeah. I mean, kind of how I read it was. It does sound like he's a little uh, frugal, perhaps based on this Mm -hmm. article. I don't think he chose Teresa solely because of the money. I think it was more of a Teresa fit into his life easier and, she and has the money. money is a nice bonus. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> well, what do you do? No, this is a But question. I mean, this he a, has this is, he has money now. You they pay you to become the bad Okay. Guy. Okay, so he made $60,000 after taxes. No, Great. I think it's like 100. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, he lives in Indiana. Does that help you? Well, he's well not anymore. Yeah, he's moving to South Carolina. Whatever. He's Those are still the same kind of expensive area, though. Charleston's a little pricey. No, but listen. What do you? Yeah. What, this is this affects millions of Americans. What do you do when you're 70 and you're running out of money? You marry rich. That's your answer. That's what you <laughs> right. Think the answer. What, what, what do you? What other option do you have? Well, I guess if you could marry rich, not everybody, you know is able to just find a wealthy person to marry. Exactly. And also, we don't know exactly how much money Teresa has. We assume it's quite yeah, a bit she just said based on that. the job and, like, her nice-looking house. But, like, we actually do not know how much is in the bank. So I don't think it's entirely about money. I could see it being a factor in terms of, and not even, like, he's trying to use her for her money, but that, like... He has very specific thoughts about finances and money, and he would rather be on an equal playing like foot or equal equal playing field slash equal footing with a partner than like being the wealthier one, if that makes sense. You guys are poo-pooing my question. I, I, and, and I don't think that L- didn't pick Leslie because of that, because Leslie, I mean, you know, the, he picked Teresa. He picked her a long time ago, way before he thought that way before he knew anything about whatever, first off, she's just saying she's a day trader. She's well, like, not, there's not much there. Anymore. She's like, a right. She's saying level. she's a, uh, like a manager of day traders or something. Right. That's kind yeah, of, is like that she it? started day trading and now she does something with security, something, something that's like more 
more lucrative and like more specialized and you need licenses etc etc so yeah I don't think it's the sole reason here I think it is something that he probably liked about the full package is that she comes in with her own money but I don't think it's the entire deciding factor if that makes sense I was intrigued that they're moving to Charleston just because that's not near either of their children (laughs) (laughs) no they stopped caring about their children (laughs) suddenly (laughs) well i kind of assume that i guess i got it i was thinking of it incorrectly though that uh you know nashville being a bachelor couple's hotspot um was the same but it's not yeah Uh, i I mean i could see charleston becoming a bachelor couple's hotspot at some point because it's like I've spent a decent amount of time there because I used to live like three hours away for a few years. So it was a fun place to go for like a weekend. It is more expensive than most places in South Carolina are to live because it's it's like very desirable to live there. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's fancy. There are beaches right there. That's where Darius Rucker lives, guys. Yeah, like it's (laughs) upscale. I associate with North Carolina, right? Like it is a really great place to visit. Like I'm like, oh, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to living in Charleston at some point in my life because there's a great food scene and there's beaches and all of that. So it's like a pretty nice place to be. But yeah, it is is definitely more expensive than Indiana, where Gary is moving from. Okay, okay, look, this is all great, but we got to focus on socioeconomic issues here that affect all Americans, especially under Bidenomics, right? What do you do if you're retired and you're running out of money? That's a simple question. There must be an answer to it. Back to work. I guess you go back to work, yeah, when you become like a greeter at Walmart. What do people do? There's millions of people. Yes, people do. Yes, people do. People become yeah. greeters at walmart people mm-hmm. um don't eat i mean you're asking like you yeah. know seniors are not doing well and they have to right. live off their kids if they're lucky if their kids can right. yeah but for them Just i like mean a th- that's some a, of the kids don't have a lot of money either right right it's a segment of the population and there's another segment of retirees who are hoarding you know who yeah. are buying like crazy just whatever they're I mean, hoarding all kinds of things, but um, I'm not saying hoarding wealth. I'm saying just well, like hoarding wealth too. Uh, they bought they bought everything they needed in 19 like by 1982, and after that, it's all junk, right? It's all <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I agree with that. And yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I've been seeing a lot of this with um, so you know, on Maui when Lahaina had the big fire, basically everything was destroyed. I've been following a lot of. There's campaigns going on there right now for people who normally rent out their vacation homes for short-term rentals that they should be legally obligated to instead rent them to locals for now. Locals who don't have housing because of the fire. Uh, and theirs didn't burn and theirs didn't burn down. Exactly. And the number of senior citizens who own vacation homes in Maui and then we'll be saying things like, how dare you? I earned this money. And people will look up how much they spent. And it was like, you bought your vacation home in 1978. It costs like pennies. You now make billions off of it. You know, like mm-hmm. there are folks like that for sure. Who are just like, oh, I, I get money from other places for things that I invested in 50 years ago. Um. Well, okay. So your question, Craig, is... <laughs> 
like, yeah, they, some seniors don't have uh, anything to live off of, and some seniors have too much. Right. And is, sometimes okay. it has to do with lack of planning, but rarely does it have to do with lack of planning if you are not doing well. Yeah, sometimes you hit a trouble in, in life you or, just, you know, you lose your job or yeah. something. Yeah, and I would say from what we know of Gary and based on that article as well, because one of the things that I thought was kind of, it seemed petty to me. The thing was, he apparently retired at 55, but he has been doing work since then. He's just been doing different types of jobs. And I'm like, I don't really care about that. But to your point, he is actually doing some work. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, he's working. Okay, well, I'm glad we offered up an answer to that question. That's important. I, I mean, he's he's one of the most famous senior citizens <laughs> right now in yeah. America. Recently famous. I mean, I can't think, you know, so in terms of, like, I can think of 10 young 20-year-olds who've become famous in the amount of time Gary became famous, right? So I think mm. he's in a very unique position where we really call him, maybe we can call him someone who's, actively looking to fund a nice lifestyle but i can't call him a gold yeah. digger like I he's literally like, made his own fortune right now and he has much more earning capability than he yeah, did is... a few months ago right like with his profile and how popular this show has been if he wants to be essentially a senior influencer he absolutely can and he could get like big big brand deals like he could be the guy in the cialis tub for real you know <laughs> like that's the oh, kind yeah. of stuff he could be doing and making a pretty good profit off of. And especially with Teresa at his side, they could be doing some joint couple stuff as well. I would say Aww. that people have this conception that none of these senior citizens want to be influencers, which is not entirely. <laughs> some of them do not true at all. I call right? this, I called it at the beginning of the season. Yes, senior influencers are going to be a thing, and I have a friend who I believe regularly listens to us, so hello, friend, I'm not going to name you right now, uh, who works at a marketing agency, and some of her coworkers are representing golden bachelor ladies. Oh, yeah, that's right. You mentioned that. I think that, I think that um, you know, young people, even people as young as Craig, <laughs> maybe... <laughs> know the kind of work it takes but i think some of these seniors might may want to be if they have help i don't think it's an all uh like like the yeah. math you know i i know how much editing how much filming how much like how much of your life it takes uh to try to be an influencer and i don't want to be and i would never want to be one but um it's just kind of, I think if they had help, it's not quite the push that, that young people have. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it we makes can, sense we if want. you have enough, if you're comfortable enough right now, but you also just kind of want fame, you could hire an assistant to help you with all of that kind of stuff. And that would make it significantly easier. I'm looking forward to seeing April. <laughs> Yeah. Doing something like I can't even think what she would do, but well, I know that she's hosting that, a date her life on uh, the next season of Bachelor. So, oh right, she's, we did see that she's uh, hosting a date. Okay, so well, guys, it before, was Kenny before, and Mari though. What before we what? get to our game of who's hinged and who's unhinged, also known as Bachelor in Paradise breakdown, <laughs> um, we are going to 
recap the golden wedding which is january 4th that'll be me writhing in agony as you guys try <laughs> try to explain what happened on the show because i'm probably going to fast forward through most oh of it. my gosh craig you want to recap don't it, but you don't fast want to watch forward. it <sighs> i try i i legitimately watched all of bachelor in paradise last night but i i wish i had a fast forward button on mari and whoever's wedding which that's not their legal wedding i know that's the thing wedding they had another wedding i swear which drives me a little crazy because they should have been very upfront about that you know what i mean like they can't be like welcome to their wedding this is their wedding and it's like it's one of several weddings they're having yes so so we know that for a fact because i the pictures i saw of their wedding were not the pictures from bachelor paradise they got married in uh is it puerto rico okay yeah, she's, she's Miss Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. Yeah, they got married in Puerto Rico. She's Miss Puerto Rico. And that is, is their legal. Their legal wedding was in Puerto married, Rico. Married to Kenny. Like, yeah. she's Miss mm-hmm. Puerto Rico. I'm, I'm just kind of blown away by <laughs> the the social status there. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of funny. But apparently, or so I read this article because I was like, what is going on? They are legally married in Puerto Rico, but they were planning on having at least a fake second wedding. They were planning on having probably three, it sounds like, because they have their Bachelor in Paradise one, Uh because it says, all right, this article says, why their Puerto Rican wedding day was an (coughs) intimate affair, Mari teased to the outlet that they are planning another celebration where their Bachelor Nation family can be in attendance. That's the Mexico Mm. one. And they also have an upcoming Chicago wedding. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Well, every time this happens, we th- say the same thing. But every time this happens, Bachelor Production chooses to do it. And it's baffling because they're trying to pull propaganda on us like it's 2002, right? We have so much info, like access to information online. Why are they even trying to just, why don't they say, look, this is a uh, spiritual wedding? They could add in one right. word right. and like, and really sell it to us. But they yeah. act like the internet doesn't exist every time. They've done this exactly. to us a few times. You could have pitched this as like, Kenny and Mary are planning to have several wedding celebrations and they want to have one here in Mexico because it was where so met. important for where they met and their journey and blah, blah, blah. Right? And right. then that would have made more sense because you're not explicitly saying this is their only wedding, which is what they made it sound like, even though anyone who follows these shows knows that they were married elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so, like, like, don't address it. That's always their solution, is don't address it. Right. And it really, it, and it's, it's, it's so stupid because it makes us dig deeper for other things. Right? Then we start finding out more lies that didn't really necessarily need to be exposed as badly as they were. But then, you know, they'll, it's like something like what, um, I guess maybe Brandon Piper's too far of an example, but maybe something like what Victoria did with Greg Grippo, that's, that's a bridge too far for them, right? Victoria cheated, lied. They brought Greg Grippo and Victoria on to defend themselves against Bachelor Nation. Right. Like those are, that's a lie. <laughs> They they have these wild lines. Yeah, but they have these like, I mean, I love stuff like that. But just when they lie to us like this, and it's so, I mean, it's on the cover of like magazines. So we like inadvertently find out the truth 
it just seems why like why do this why just slip in a word in there that means that we know this is not their wedding yeah i i don't i don't get it i just don't get the point <laughs> so you're telling me that you watched it though even even knowing all that you still watched it like oh this is so nice to watch meanwhile i was like uh, where's the fast forward button no, well, I was watching it hoping they would slip in a word like that. I was kind of like, weren't they already married? Didn't they actually get married? And we pre- we said Kenny and Mari. And no, that's not possible because they've already gotten married. Yes, because right. we had this whole <laughs> list of people who could potentially get married. And all of them were like, no, but they already got married somewhere yeah, else. They showed them at the very, very end. They showed like a, a little rundown. Exactly. Of and it was like, married. those were all possibilities, but they wanted to get married somewhere else naturally because why would you want your actual wedding to not be attended by any of your family or friends who weren't on this season of bachelor in paradise yeah when they get divorced are they gonna have to file paperwork in three different places i think no no, because this was not a legally binding ceremony this was like a performance you choose one yeah, gotcha. This is a a, pan, a pantomime of a wedding. Okay, this used to see. This is like this is to the bigger point though, Craig. This used to be a beach show, and now it's a faster track than The Bachelor. And so you know, Kylie being inside the machine doesn't really get that, right? Are we jumping like, into Kylie? Well, I'm not trying to jump into Kylie. I'm more talking about the wedding itself. Like the wedding was just made to screw with people's heads. Like yeah, this yeah, could yeah. be you yeah. if you believe hard enough. <laughs> and like poor Kylie <laughs> does. And Avon is trying to be respectful of like what a real marriage should be like. So I'm not trying to jump into them, but we can. But well, it just me... seems kind of like when did the show become faster than The Bachelor? Which is that wasn't the point. Yeah, this show. is apparently the show was five a sex weeks romp of filming. <laughs> yeah. So that is literally the maximum amount of time you could know someone before getting engaged to them is five weeks. For most of these people, it's actually shorter, right? Yeah, like Paradise right. is only like two weeks or something. Yeah. So it's very. Uh, well, one thing I did want to point out at the wedding because I thought it was wild. What was John Henry wearing at the oh, wedding? Oh, <laughs> that's what I was going to. That's what I was going to ask Craig. Yeah. So so he was wearing Caitlin okay. glasses, yeah, a gold clear, chain, obviously fake glasses. <laughs> and a striped shirt like striped down. Wasn't it now, red red and white striped? Yeah, it was a red yeah. and white striped. It was a very bold look for a Would beach you wedding. Your uniform for cat Craig? Yeah, I don't know. She seemed she to like it. Made him wear he could do Did no she, wrong. She made him wear that, right? Well, it could know. be she was wearing red too, right? Maybe she said they should she, match, and that was his only. Yeah, he thing. was like, he was like, the only thing she, I have is this red and white striped shirt. She but the made shirt him wasn't wear. that bad. For me, it was the chain plus the fake glasses together that really made it. Right, right. Be like, wait, what are you doing? That's an odd look for a daytime wedding. <laughs> <laughs> she made him wear that. I'm into it. And Craig, would you wear that for Kat? I would not wear the chain and the glasses, but I might wear a red and white striped shirt if it matched. You wouldn't wear it even for cat. I would wear the glasses, <laughs> but I would not wear the other thing. <laughs> well, look, this gets to where I want to get to, which is a little game called hinged or unhinged. Okay. Okay. All right. So knowing what we know now and comparing everyone to each other. All right. Mm-hmm. Cat. 
Oh, wait a minute. Well, we had to talk about Kat saying <laughs> saying all the things she said. See, I think when you compare Kat to Kylie, Kat doesn't come off that bad anymore. She well, never because, did to me, but now... Because you have recent oh. sex bias. <laughs> yes. Well, also, you know... Okay, again, these two, Kat and John Henry, are just middle schoolers in love. John Henry thinks he's punching way above his weight in, like, getting Kat, right? Which yeah. he's not. No, mm-hmm. she's wild. Well, uh, it's attractive, but she is like a babe. So to him, I think he's like, I'm punching way above my weight. I might as well get engaged and, like, try to lock this down. Yeah. And and Kat just wanted attention from any man. Any man. Yeah. So, I and, and I still think, honestly, that if Tanner made an effort, Kat would have jumped dumped John Henry oh, yeah. so fast. So, I mean, it's not... She r- would still be with Tanner if he hadn't, like, gone on that date with Davia and then come back and been oh, like, oh, I don't sure. know. But I think... <laughs> I think even if John Henry wanted to say before the whole Bachelor in Paradise rose, hey, Kat, you want to give it another shot? She might have. I don't think she's some John Henry. I think it's just a man, well, any man. What's intriguing to me is if I'm John Henry and I'm watching this season of Paradise and I know for sure because she explicitly says it on camera, and I'm sure she's told him too. He wasn't even on her backup list of people, which means <laughs> when she was like looking at physical attractiveness of men who might be on this show, he wasn't even in her top like 30, right? <laughs> would that that would bother me if I was dating somebody, yeah. and I knew that they did not. That would not bother John Henry. <laughs> no, I think that would like, not bother I John got Henry. So lucky. <laughs> well, do you see that and... they're moving to San Diego together? So, yeah, like, yeah he, which he's is. Getting... Is he gonna sure. like get another? Can he transfer jobs like underwater? I mean, yes, water there. So one hundred percent, he can. Um, but the, I mean, it doesn't matter. They're all leaving their jobs, Craig. I don't know why you keep mentioning yeah, people's jobs when this is their yeah. jobs now. You're right, my but bad. but Cat would okay. I can imagine Cat like literally the two people, not some like Instagram persona, sitting next to each other on a couch, watching it back, and Cat actively trying to tell John Henry he's not seeing what he's seeing, right? <laughs> he's not hearing what he's hearing. Is that called gaslighting? No. It, yeah, <laughs> it is. But I just, you know. But I can see Kat being that person. It, and nothing, like, worked more to convince me of that than her, like, well, okay, Craig, what do you make of Kat using those buzzwords well, that are when... so prevalent when you're john right henry now. and you're punching above your weight class it's gonna be hard to get in the way of that you know what i'm saying like he could she get you know, in the she, way of what well he, he could put up with a lot he'll put up with a lot because of that is what i'm trying he'll to say. put up a, with a lot because yeah that's exactly why oh, why yes. she would do it and that's exactly why it works if they break up i don't think he's the one doing the breaking up right exactly and I don't, yeah. I think we're but all in agreement. Okay, but, okay. Kat and John Henry are paddleboarding. They come back on the beach. They sit next to each other. And Kat goes into her life story of why she's been such a bee this whole season, right? I was, my parents have been divorced many times and I was in a group home. But throughout there, she peppers in uh, buzzwords, to make her seem sympathetic, like generational trauma. Yeah. <laughs> when she said that, I thought of you. 
What do you not, make not of it? Not because you, not necessarily because you have generational trauma, but I knew you'd take that out. <laughs> well, what do you, what do you make of it? Instead of thinking of me, what do you think? Because <laughs> because it's it, it's it's used. I don't know what she's talking about, but I don't mm-hmm. like. I don't think she means it as deeply as other people would mean it. You yeah. know, I think it's a weird that conversation. I I noticed that as well because I was like, well, we literally have absolutely no idea what this trauma would even be because she barely hinted at it the only things that she said for sure was her dad has been married four times and it's like okay that could or could not be traumatic i guess depending on if you had like evil stepmothers (laughs) but she doesn't even say anything about the step parents it's just my dad has been married so many times and then she left home at 17 and lived in a group home those are the only details so we Mm -hmm. literally have no idea so i'm like it is very hard to say exactly what that whole thing was about right like it was confusingly phrased i think we're only seeing this now because they get engaged and the show wants us to be like wow we got a root for cat and john henry but they they made us hate cat in the first few weeks of this season right so well not craig craig always loved cat but they made the audience in general heavily dislike cat and then now they're trying to flip it around and say like, oh, but Kat's a damaged person. And anyway, isn't it nice she found John Henry moving along? Look, they're engaged, you know, and it's like, huh? No, you can't you can't make that sell from what you've already shown us. Uh... My favorite thing she says is that way after that, like the nighttime during, I don't know, when Jess tells her that she doesn't want to talk to her, Kat says at some point someone like i deserve this i finally got a man any man (laughs) so she's back to herself right well see i thought i read it a little different i think she actually does like john henry because she she let him dunk her head in the ocean and get her hair wet which for her is like the ultimate (laughs) sign of affection I, I agree with you, but he's a living, breathing man who's taller than her. That's probably the requirements. <laughs> I think that she does like him. Like, I don't think she's faking being into no, him. No, no, I, I, I don't just, think that. I yeah, just think like, that he's, I think he's the silhouette of a man. He's yeah. like a cutout in, in a wall, and he just he fits. fits it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're not. Right now, which I don't is think like, anyone's disagreeing he is, that. he is handsome looking. He is nice to her. He pays attention to her. He sees her in an incredibly positive light in a way that like that's super flattering if you are the person in a relationship and you know that the other person thinks that you're like an angel on earth, right? Mm. (laughs) Like like that makes you feel good about yourself. So it's very attractive. But at some point there's going to be a disrespect. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it surprised me that I looked up her Instagram this morning and she doesn't have any reference to to them like on a story or anything. I figured she would have like capitalized like, on bl- it. Blasted yeah, yeah. had like a big story to be like now we can finally share. Yeah. No, cuz it's all about her. It's all about how <laughs> she looks and how she can make herself. I mean the problem, you know, we always talk about the other way or the way that it looks, right? Like, oh, women go for men that are lower on the point system. But 
we don't kind of realize that sometimes those women that go for men lower on the point system, if they're groveling, the, the women lose respect for those men and you treat them so badly that eventually they break up too. Right. So yeah. that can be the other side sometimes. That could happen. I mean, I'm kind of thinking we're, we're going to know more, I guess, in the coming years. But watching this episode, I was like, huh, I guess I conceivably could see them working long term in that this is a man from everything that we've seen on this episode of episodes of TV. Like, he will never argue with her. She will always be right. You know what I mean? So right. like, and, and doesn't I could see this disrespect? going the distance. I could see them getting married and having multiple kids because she would just be like, you know, he gives me everything I, I need and want out of a relationship. He's also, there's two things there. I think that kind of relationship leads to disrespectfulness on Kat's side. And okay. secondly, yeah. um, he, he's not class wise. He's not where she wants to be. And I think that's huge for Kat. I don't think she sees that, but I think that is huge for her. Uh, that he is a working man. But (laughs) I think they could get to a place that she would potentially find satisfying with the influencer lifestyle, even though he is a working class guy. New reach, like, uh, things being social media influencers. Sure. They can have, like, a Kim Kardashian-style home, potentially, and that might be good enough. (laughs) Right, but the way he fundamentally is, um, that whole like the his deep downness self of being a working class person, at least to start off with, I think will not gel with her. <laughs> um, I mean, despite actually, the group home talk, despite all of that, this is so weird to say, but they remind me of my parents a bit, right? In that, mm-hmm. my dad is a very working class guy always has been and my mom was a person who while grew up very poor always was aspirationally like I'm going to be upper middle class you know what I mean so a lot of the things in our childhood would be like my dad does not care about money or class or status my mom very much does you know what I mean (laughs) so it was just like well he just kind of let her do her own thing but my mom was like we're moving to the more Novu Rish county you know, like we're moving to this aspirational place. And he's like, yeah, OK, cool. You know, <laughs> So I feel uh, like in that sense, they didn't mesh in terms of like in my mom's dream world, everyone would assume that she'd been born wealthy. Right. And having a incredibly blue collar husband does not give that impression. Right. However, and I just okay. leave them home at every event to be like, husband's so busy working. What's his job? I got to go. Bye. You know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And an important kind of an important, very important little like asterisk here, though, is whether you don't know or you don't notice class, which is maybe your dad or whether you subconsciously notice it and don't can't quite put your finger on it because Americans are not class consciousness, class conscious like cat. Right. I think she knows something is wrong here. She doesn't quite know why he's a handsome man. He listens to you. He does all the right things. Why, like, is he not? Like, I don't think she understands that class mm. distinction. Um, so, yeah, it's a, and, and Kat, I mean, 
if Kat is someone that takes that aspirational class thing to the next level, even someone like Jess, who I imagine is <laughs> and the same place she is mentally with that, told her, I don't want to talk to you, which was kind of wild. They never addressed that. <laughs> they did it. And I found it really funny in the moment because like Mercedes was there and she was just like, yeah, I don't take that personally. She's just in a bad mood. But, you know, Kat took it personally. So and, you're saying, and you know, that... Jess meant it personally. You're saying that uh-huh. Jess what did didn't hook up with Tanner because of class? No, 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 no. That's it, because Tanner gives me I'm saying... potentially wealthy boy vibes. Right. Yeah. I, I'm saying that Jess is at this okay. The, so they spent like twenty minutes telling us that Kat's actually a good person who cares about her friends. The second she goes to a friend to <laughs> care about her the friend immediately rejects her for reasons unknown, but I think we can fill in the blank that she's not as caring and kind as yeah. John Henry wants to believe. I did right. notice that he like it was on their date when he said, like, I like one of the things I love about you is like you're so caring about everyone. I was like, is she? Because what we've seen on TV implies she is not. Right. Okay. So let's move on, but first we have to answer the question. Cat. Hinged or unhinged? Definitely Do you mean unhinged. like in a mentally <laughs> healthy way, or what are we? <laughs> well, I think easier. I already spoke for the group here. Uh, unhinged <laughs> is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. I mean, I could it could be more unhinged, is what I would say. I think she's almost. I'm leaning towards hinged, honestly. <laughs> ah, see, it's what's amazing what an episode can do. Okay, oh, because of this to... episode? Wait, wait, because of this episode? <laughs> oh, but I mean, I think what I got out of this episode was that I I did feel like she was less calculating than I possibly thought she was before. Because well, it seemed because to me she like she really she wanted, wanted to buy into this, right? That like, it didn't give the same vibe as some of the other things that we've seen her on, where it's like, this is only for the, like, only for the views on IG that I'm going to get. She did seem a little bit more like vulnerable etc right like it did seem a little bit less i think during their proposal in particular she seemed legitimately a little surprised that he got down on one knee like she was like oh he's not gonna do it and then was like oh he did you know <laughs> like so it did it made her seem a little bit more like endeared to me in a certain way yeah right well she she hinged herself by getting everything she wants you know like yes, she, I think that's a good she's point. saying again she's mm-hmm. unhinged when things do not go her way when they're going right. her way she's perfectly hinged perfectly hinged yeah if you give okay. her everything she wants she's fine that's not unusual <laughs> well let's move on to somebody who in my view is clearly unhinged and that's kylie Ooh, this is oh, gonna oh be a, an interesting okay. one you well, think she's hinged you want to get Okay, it's I say, I honestly. already told you what I think. I think <laughs> Kylie is in the machine of the Bachelor, and she is <laughs> drinking the cool. You know, she's doing all the things. She's doing everything right according to a machine that is programmed to be wrong, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I don't think it's fair to judge her when she's in this on the hamster wheel. Uh, okay, you're letting her off yeah. the hook. I think this makes sense to me because watching last night's episode, I could see both Kylie's and Avon's side pretty clearly, right? That it was like, in the real world, Avon is completely right. 
They've only known each other for a few weeks. They do really like each other. They definitely want to continue dating. But he sees an engagement as like, that's simply a step too far. Why don't we just leave together and be boyfriend and girlfriend, right? And that's like very sane, very hinged in Craig's, <laughs> Craig's language in the real world. But in Bachelor world, what Kylie has been told this entire time was, if you're in a steady, solid relationship and you're saying that you're like falling for each other or you are in love with each other and you're making plans for life after this, then why the hell wouldn't you get engaged? Like, that's what you do here. And so I think she's been heavily sold, like him not wanting to get engaged must mean he has some level of doubt or something like that that won't let him take that step. And then I think what made it, I hated watching their last scenes. I was just like, she has been so like, I should stick to my guns. Why should he always get everything he wants? And I was like, you have a good point. Like a relationship is about compromise. And this one is entirely Avon's way. But because she had talked about it so much, it did seem like she was so unhappy when she left, you know, that like it wasn't a nice ending, even though it should be, they left together and they're still together. So easier, you're taking and a I, structuralist approach, and Caitlin is taking a post-structuralist approach to Caitlin, to Kaylee, Kylie. <laughs> Kylie. Well, um, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, go ahead. I, I, I kind of disagree with Caitlin, but we'll, we'll why don't you go first? Okay. Well, I think that um, Kylie. The, uh, a big like hint as to why she is actually very sane and can be brought back is that she didn't run after Avon when he gave like a like a you know a soft no during before the before the fi- finale or whatever you know she sat there and cried she was trying to explain it to herself i think she's looking big picture small picture i think she has a lot of um sanity left despite what the show's done to her that's I think if you let something like the bachelor machine to use your words run all over you like she did then you're not really that smart but see here's the thing no wait a minute I don't think that's I, true Craig I think a lot of smart people can get caught up in this the problem here though is that she thinks in a structured manner and is like a type a person myself I would love their for the world to be as structured as she believes it to be. And when you fall into a structured world like The Bachelor, you want those things to be true. Five weeks is over, you get engaged, right? Mm-hmm. Like that makes sense to someone That's who the happy thinks ending. like that. That's how it goes right. well. It's like you leave engaged. She brought a dress for this. Mercedes said the same thing. It was like, I, I brought know. a dress for this. But, but, Jess said it too. They prepare for this. And if it went well, that's how it's supposed to look. When you guys know, I don't use the word believe. I don't say, oh, I believe that the, you know, I believe in Obama or whatever. I, I, because beliefs. Yeah, what was that segue? (laughs) No, 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 no. I I understand why, but the believe part, but what? Okay, never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. It's all what came to mind. (laughs) Uh huh. Because beliefs are, are by definition, you you are, are things that you hold true in the face of, no evidence so how can you believe something if there's no evidence what are you saying <laughs> i'm saying yeah, I'm, that where's this unwilling... going <sighs> i lost my train of thought i had a good point no she 
she's unwilling to waver from her from this trajectory of that she's put herself on. No, she's, she is willing to. She no. is that. She, no, so that's she's why doing she a belief. accepted. She's, she did, a, no, a, she's doing a belief. She's like, I believe that someone should. I believe that we should get married, or sorry, get okay. Engaged. Well, it, it's and it's she's that, unwavering very... in in the face of evidence to the contrary. She's not wavering from that trajectory. But Craig, okay. her her she belief. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that Barely. too. But but also her belief is in a structured system, which is kind of goes against beliefs. Well, she like, wants a structured system. She should like I don't know, move to I don't know, England, where they have <laughs> where they have uh, class warfare oh my still. God. I thought you were going to say she get... should join the military. Well, yeah, that's even better. See, she should join the military. But do 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 you get? <laughs> the kind of person that she is, that she no, I don't. That, that she that okay. Let me use a different word. Do you get the kind of person that she is? That she, um, that order makes a lot of sense to her, and steps and natural conclu- like conclusions, not natural yeah, but and conclusions. I think if if that's how and, she operates, <clears throat> then I believe it's to her detriment, and that makes her not a very smart. You person. believe it's to her detriment. I didn't. Did I say that? Yeah, you did. I did. And yeah, yes, you just did. Oh, okay, yes, you sorry. did. <laughs> let, let me <laughs> look. I think it's to her detriment to think that way because it's 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 the same as believing, and believing is to everyone's detriment because it gives us things like the radical right and the you know and the the you know the hmm. Bible Belt and all that hmm. kind of stuff. What are you gonna say? Yeah, okay. I think you've sort of taken us to a place. I don't think Kylie's belief that the bachelor system of dating and engagement and marriage is how it should run and she should do it that way is the same as her like joining a very strict religion. <laughs> I think it is. I bachelor, think look, Kylie. Grow, no, hold on. We we uh-huh. we live in a world where these people have grown up with the bachelor. Okay, we the three of us are yeah. not cannot say that because we're old enough where we remember a time no and before the i bachelor. only started watching it in what like 2017 or 2018 right <laughs> these people grew up with the bachelor this is their world so we could totally say that she's structured her world around the bachelor and i think that's a that's completely to her detriment well i also don't think it's only the bachelor this concept of being able to fall in love like essentially at first sight and get married is like the heartbeat of every disney movie as well right (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's like there's so many pieces of pop culture that she's probably grown up with and watched that will say if the prince which is avon the perfect prince avon who left the fire emoji on her pictures if he really loves her wouldn't he want to get engaged right now I, I get that, but that's a belief that she has. And I'm just saying that in my yeah, world... Yeah, but I think it's it's been bad. reinforced over and over again yeah, from multiple different sides. And I'm just saying that's too bad for her. I mean, it isn't, it isn't. I hope she's, she's happy now, because I, I think that this is a much... This is like the Kaylin and Dean trajectory, actually. Which is ultimately probably better. Kaylin and Dean are doing well, right? Like, so if you leave the beach with someone and you're dating for a while and then maybe you get engaged and eventually married, you will still have all of the same opportunities in terms of like sponsorships, endorsements, selling products, etc. Uh-huh. 
Um, I stick by what I said earlier. Anyways, look, Craig, I, I, I think that she is smarter. That I think she understands that there's a way not to do it the way she wants to do it. And that's why she leaves with him. And that's why she doesn't exactly argue with him. You know, she tells him her point of view, which is, I mean, essentially what she's saying, which is really important that men get, is that you should like me enough to believe that we will end up together after even 10 months. Uh, No, what she's really saying is you should like me enough to give me a blood diamond. From you know that some <laughs> some ten year old got out of a that's true it's a, a, mine a free in Africa. blood diamond so that's yeah. a factor those rings according to like the the style spotter Instagram cat and Eliza's rings are about thirty thousand dollars a piece yeah, and it's free yeah. for them huh. how much of that money made it back to right. the, the people that took it out of the earth okay look. To me, that's all belief, and the belief belief is what's wrong with this world. Really, yeah, it comes like, down isn't, to it. Isn't being in love with anyone also a form of belief, right? <laughs> well, no. If if I were Sheldon Cooper from <laughs> The Big Bang Theory, I would say that love is a yeah. chemical process to ensure a stable family dynamic. Okay, sure, but I would say, like, if you are in love with somebody. You're sort of you're taking that leap of faith of saying, like, I'm putting trust in you. I'm putting all these feelings in you. And I'm basing that on, you know, our interactions thus far. But anyone logical will know interactions thus far are no guarantee of the future. So that's faith. Mm-hmm. I'm, well, that's okay. belief, Craig. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think that. Ki- OK, so like, I'm not arguing what you guys are arguing. That's that's why I kind of don't want to interject. I'm arguing something else. Which is, I think, Kylie left with Avon. Because if she really felt strongly about what she says, that means she is buying completely into the bachelor machine. But she does leave with him, even though she doesn't get what she wants. Which means she's willing Mm -hmm. to compromise and she's willing to step Uh, out of the machine. uh. Like, it didn't work. But you know what? It could work. We could still work. We could still figure it out. I disagree with that. I, I agree with that. With that. I, <laughs> she does the thing that I hate. My big, biggest pet peeve is when they sulk. She when they leave together. Sulk. I did laugh out loud when she said, this car smells bad when they got into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think about all the other things she complained about probably on the way home. She did sulk, but I think Easier is correct in that she made like a judgment call, a calculation when she realized in that conversation, Avon is not going to come around to her side. And so the choice is ultimately between, do you want to leave with him in a relationship now? Or do you want to break up with him? Because he won't get engaged to you. And she decided, I'd rather just still be with him. Right? And so that was the compromise that she made there. She decided, I'll I'll go outside of the prescribed bachelor formula with you, Avon, because I like you. We have di- we have differing opinions of what compromise is. I think. Bottom line. That what what would be a compromise? Okay, what would be a compromise Kylie would make in your mind? Because that to me is a compromise. And to Caitlin, to too, not, what is? I think most would people be would say to not get acceptable after two weeks compromise. No, no, no. What would be an acceptable Kylie compromise? Like, what would be a compromise she would make that you would deem acceptable? That's like okay, that. Well, she's not, being not act like no, not not doing upset. something. What would she do? I don't what, know. What could she do? 
She could leave the beach that is just a compromise. in a good, She could no, she could leave the beach in a good mood because I think that's a compromise. Oh, Craig. I mean, you can't you can't force somebody to be in a she just like lost an argument basically to her romantic partner. Are you going to be in a good mood if you have an <laughs> argument with your romantic partner and you're like, "Fine, you're actually right." You're not going to be in a great only, mood. Well, not only that, is, but th- on national television where they expect where like the world is might be on Kate like the show has conditioned us conditioned us yes to expect something that was not expected a few years ago mm-hmm. right. so, so she's oh, also probably I, thinking she's not have that not feeling wrong. she's not not right yeah she's she has not, that feeling uh, of being like i just lost an argument and i conceded a point that like i'm gonna be a little bit annoyed about this anyway but then there's also the added you know everyone is going to see this on TV and see that like you did not get your way and they're going to feel some sort of way about that too. I mean, I, just, I, yeah. I, I I'm, I'm sure that's what bachelor nation thinks. I'm, I'm almost positive that you guys are right. That this is what bachelor nation thinks about this whole situation. Okay, but, but to me, it's like, it's like you need validation of your love that bad. Like what kind of world are we living in? Where after two weeks you need wait, a blood diamond put on your hand wait, in order to like validate your love for somebody. And Wait it, a and minute, we, Craig. We see right through it too. We know it's all for Instagram. But it's not. They like each other a lot. No, she knows. She's done the math, or somebody—I should say—somebody has done the math for her. Some like marketing. Well, you don't person. give her any credit. No, I don't. <laughs> I like her. She I, believes I think she in is. things. I think she does like Avon. I don't think it's entirely. No, she did the calculated. math. She did the math. Somebody did the Listen. math and said that it's better for your followers to get engaged and then at a later date break up. Than to not get engaged. That's the simple uh, no. answer. I think, th- unless something crazy happens, I think this couple is going to make it. <laughs> like well, I don't that, think they're that's not going to make it. Then that's an accident. When she went on the I show, don't think so. somebody told her, it's just get engaged, and then you can worry about breaking up later because it's better than not getting engaged. And she's gone with what? that. And if they no, accidentally Craig. end up together, then great. You're you are saying something else. These two belong together. They're good together. They look great together. They belong together. And you know nothing about them. I know what I saw, and I think they work in many ways. And Craig, by the way, what do you call it then? If you think you're so right, right? What do you call it when the whole production, everyone watching the show, except like a handful of people like you? say that she should have gotten engaged, even though we all know that, like, logically that makes no sense, but the show says that. So what do you call that when she's wrong, even though she's right according to this content, in this context? Uh, sorry, I, was, I couldn't quite catch what you your drift here. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm saying, okay, maybe, like, it makes sense that they didn't get engaged, sure. But okay. the show demands it the show is built upon it and so you're so we can all like make an argument that like yeah you know what that's not that's very weird why would they make their do them do that all this stuff but really she's right right they should have gotten engaged Uh, on lots of levels I'm, i'm willing to meet you i'm willing to compromise and say that you're right but for the wrong reasons She's okay, she's yeah. right, but for the wrong reason. Yes, she should have right, gotten engaged. Right, that right, would have right, worked right. on the show, but she she's too myopic on the situation for me to believe. <laughs> for right, me to right, believe right. But that's the that point is... of the show. Yes, but that's 
that's the point of the show. We're all supposed to believe, uh, etc. <laughs> but the issue that's bothering me here is that, you know, she is right. That is what the point of the show is. I don't care right. what the Bachelor has, like, forced us into at this point. Right. They really have forced us into it. Now, if you right. remember, Mike Fleiss's first show was do you want to marry a millionaire where they got right. married right then and there night of. Right. And that's what he wanted on the bachelor. Didn't work out, but I think he's slowly pushing us there again, even well, though we went the to show. the taping of, we went to the taping of that, that was a rebooted else. attempt at that, the, the proposal. Right. Yeah. The proposal. Right. But what I'm saying is that I love how, um, you know, it's like fascism doesn't work. If you say it right then and there, it works as like a frog in a boiling pot. Right. And so, like, this is how the the push is. It is like we're all in a place where, accepting the accepting the point of the show, Kylie should have agreed, and I agree that that's the conceit of the show. So, I just I can't. I, the point is, you concede, Craig. She should have caught. <laughs> that's the point. Okay, Aaron and Eliza. Last thing, Aaron and Eliza. Okay. Yeah, I'm intrigued by. Uh, I can do way better. All right, this is a two <laughs> two parter here. It is is Aaron hinged or unhinged? Unhinged, but in a way that's completely <laughs> fine for The Bachelor. I think Eliza. I say unhinged in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's a little bit unhinged. But it works on this show because the way in which he's unhinged leads him to be like, I'm in love. Let's get engaged right now, right. which The Bachelor loves. Do you think he pushed her into it? Because, I, I mean, she was giving vibes like she wasn't. Oh, there. I think what pushed her over the line was when he said he talked to her mom on the phone. Right. Yeah. Because she had said that thing about, you know, she'd want her family to, like, have met him and be around for an engagement. And so I think, like, pulling that in might have right. changed her mind, although... He didn't really say very much about their conversation. He did not say, and I thought he was going to say, was like, I spoke to your mom on the phone and I got her blessing to ask for your engagement. I thought that's what he's going to say. Instead, he was like, your mom's a really nice lady. Yeah. Really like you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nowhere was there a blessing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think Aaron is a, I don't think Aaron's a good dude. I don't know why they I, and, and it's it's weird to me that Eliza was so picky last year, and this year she's not picky at all. She's like, Aaron works out great, and then at the end of the show, they tell us that they're having, a, even though they did get engaged, right? Yeah, that they're, they're having, having a, like a, a rough time a rough that they're patch. trying to work through. And it was like, what does that mean? Uh, yeah, because Eliza's too good for him. Like, I think, I can't well, believe yeah. she's not pickier. I think she was last year is that last year really colored her opinion, right? That like she was with Rodney and everyone loves Rodney on the beach in the like TV audiences. Everyone loves Rodney. And then she decided it wasn't right and decided to go chase Justin. And then that didn't work either. Right. Like, so I think this year she went in thinking if I meet someone and they're all in on me and they seem fine, then it's probably, I should just do that, right? Like, I should go all in on it. <laughs> Instead of being like, no, you know what? He's He seems nice. I'm interested, but maybe we should leave and date in the real world or whatever. That seems much more pragmatic. I think she probably got swindled is too strong of a word. But, like, 
that she possibly got persuaded both by her experience last time and the way that the fan base reacted to it and probably stuff that the producers are saying to be like, but this is a fairy tale. Aaron loves you so much. So many women on this beach would love to have a man like Aaron who's so committed to them. Right. I I don't think I think Eliza can put up with it for like a short amount of time and then eventually yeah she's gonna dump him because he's not okay so I think that's it then yeah. that's the end of paradise right I don't I mean, think they're gonna stay uh-huh. together forever I think they might be they might have an engagement that lasts a year or two and then it might just crumble at that point because they're not ultimately that compatible whereas vice versa I think is true <laughs> for Kat and John Henry they're not that compatible but I think they could possibly. <sighs> work in the long term i think uh, kylie and avon are the couple to kind of put my money on um yeah if you're gonna say who from this season might eventually actually get married kylie and avon are not a bad shot i think like right now they seem pretty solid and if they continue dating for another you know they could have the abigail and noah kind of storyline where know. they, they date think... for a while and then they get engaged I don't think Kylie's ever going to get over that he he didn't engage to her. He didn't propose no. to her. He's, she's actually very forgiving. I would not. I, if I was embarrassed like that <laughs> on national that? television. I you said that like you've spoken to her about it. Yeah. So you know for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kylie's like a really. Uh, yeah. I think she is. I think I think her that if I was embarrassed like that on national. Huh? Sorry. What if he gets her an engagement ring that's worth more than the one they would have gotten sure. for free? she just went with him you know that that to me is a really big sign of maturity uh just leaving with him right despite the embarrassment just she she knows she knows she has a good thing that she's wanted and avon knows he has a good thing like if she had really given him an ultimatum given if Kylie had given Avon an ultimatum. He might have proposed. I mean, it would have been like a hostage situation, but I think that <laughs> it is a, a shotgun g- wedding. Yeah, it, it, I, I think Jesse that, Palmer's holding a gun at the side of the stage. Yeah, I think she could have forced it, and she chose not to. Um, but more more than that, she knows that it's better not to, like for their relationship. Yeah, I I think I agree with that. I think she came to a point where she was like, I don't think he's going to be on the page I want him to be on. And I would rather save the relationship than like stick hard to an ultimatum and possibly not be together. And like, that's that's fine. That's that's hinged in Craig's words. Right. To say, like, you would rather not get your way because you would rather be with the person than like stick to your guns be right on national TV because you know a lot of the audience probably would have been with her if she had been like, you know, this is something I want and you can't give it to me. You know? Yeah. They would have said that she was a strong woman that didn't compromise. <sighs> and um, yes. And been like, he led her on. He should have told her from the beginning if he wasn't willing to get engaged. Why'd you go right. on the beach if you didn't get in- if exactly. you didn't want right, to get right. engaged? Well, I think if they did kind of break up thought. because of this, she probably would have come out ahead in terms of the the popular opinion she would have been like the the winner there but she she chose not to go that route she chose to do the other thing instead right and i think that's very smart of her because she did something that at a deep personal lot you know lost her hit to her ego hit to probably you know like she could have banked off of that but that's not the point she really does want to be with avon that's why 
Um, and I think Avon really wants to be with her. I think she could have pulled off an ultimatum and come out the good guy, which she wouldn't have been a good guy, right? Probably... But everything in her character has kind of lined up with the same thoughts I've had about her, which is why it makes sense to me. And I think she's right. Hmm. You probably what were you going to say? Sure. <laughs> oh, oh no, we should talk about the other people who broke up quickly. I did find it really funny that uh, Canadian Sam and Peter Pilot <laughs> 2.0, like he was like, yeah, I could maybe get engaged and go to a fantasy suite. And she was like, this is over. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing here. Yeah, I was like, there's no spark. Yeah, oh god, when Mercedes broke up <laughs> with Jordan and said there was no spark, I was like, oh, oh girl. Uh, but yeah, no, those were that one made me laugh a little bit just because it was like, I absolutely see her point. She's probably thinking like, I live in Canada, and like this guy lives who knows where in the U.S. and like we're not gonna be together, so time time to end this. Mm -hmm. Um, which is the same thing that Michael did to Olivia, right? Although he was not good at phrasing it very well. Well, we always, we always said like in past seasons, like why, why break up on air? Why not, why not just say, okay, let's leave together and then break up. I think it is a better narrative. Because it's hard. It's also, yeah, but it's also hard to give your, your partner on the show, the like look, right. Of like, Hey, Let's do this somewhere else because the, when people have done that, that blindsided person always comes back and like accuses them of lying, yeah, of like, like you leaving know, them on to them. or yeah, yeah I, I think guess. that makes sense. Narratively, I, I would it's love probably to do that better to do it that way because then it looks like you had a successful paradise because you did leave together and you know you date for four months or whatever it yeah. is. And you break Everyone up. Everyone stops caring about you and, and you break up. People don't care that much. And you can just say, like, you know, it turns out, like, in, in the real world, our lives didn't mess as well or blah, 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 whatever reason you give. And it it's not a big deal. Whereas because it's on TV, people will right. dissect it the way that we do, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. We being the Patchler PhD. Yes. And uh, I saw on Twitter that Olivia had posted about saying she was upset they used the toe thing as her like where are they now <laughs> yeah she was like wow can't believe that's what you chose for me <laughs> i thought they gave uh what's her name uh, a a pretty bad uh rachel i thought rachel, they rachel pretty bad yeah but it was like she doesn't want to be in this montage <laughs> it was like okay <laughs> You could have just said, like, she's single and thriving or something. <laughs> right. They're like, you're the first one on the beach. What? Yes. It was, like, <laughs> such a weird... I bet she didn't want to give them anything, so they decided to spin it that way. Like, they were like, what's your update for this? And it was, like, no comment. Yeah. So they did word, word to the wise, always check your email. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so important. Yeah. They definitely... They did her a little dirty there. I was incredibly intrigued by Brayden dating Christina Mandrell now. Yeah, so they yeah. said he's dating Christina, and we... From Zach's season is what they said, and I was yeah. like, well, who's Christina from Zach's season? And I was like, and oh my god, it's Christina Mandrell. Christina Mandrell, yeah. Country music scion Christina Mandrell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's a he's a father to her child now. Yeah, a he's like boyfriend, a... I guess. 
Yeah, stepfather type figure, it's I going suppose. Too far, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> not a father to her child. Yeah. According yeah. to uh, Dr. Laura, got to be real careful bringing guys into your life when you have a kid that's under 18. I mean, I think that's I true. I 100% but agree with that. A influence to a kid. But also, <laughs> hopefully, he that. hasn't met her. Hopefully, he hasn't met the kid yet. Oh, no, he has. They, have they showed a picture. They showed yeah. a picture of Oh, him no. With the kid. And then they yeah. posted on that's... Instagram that they have been dating for months and he absolutely has spent a lot of time around the kid. And Christina wrote in her stories that oh. she's in love with him. So oh. looks like a pretty serious well, bachelor franchise. I think he's too good for her. <laughs> I, I don't know who I think Brayden is, but I know Brayden is not that woman. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's going to last long term, but it could be a fun a fun interlude for both of them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when they break up, it's going to be the kid that has to bear well, that weight. Apparently I she agree. That uh, Brayden's going to move to Nashville. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's before what For Christina Mandrell? I, it, uh, implied, yes. It is also, of course, a bachelor hub. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is San Diego, though, where Brayden lives. Yeah. True. Maybe she, she could move to San Diego. Maybe he feels like he's had enough of the San Diego Sea and he wants to go to a different bachelor headquarters. Yeah. Okay. Um, parting thoughts before the golden wedding. Uh, yeah, wedding. I'm not golden looking forward wedding. to the golden wedding. Um, you can't be like that, Craig. <laughs> aren't you ha- Aren't you going to be excited to look into Teresa's eyes again? Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, we'll and we have to listen to him go... I love you so much. Oh, boy. Well, they do. I think they are in love. I am going to say, Teresa, get a prenup just to be safe. <laughs> you said that, not me. What's wrong with that? You want to be I safe. Think, you have some money. I Why not? Anybody. First off, they're a little bit too old to worry about that stuff. I would think. Like, how, how long can you enjoy money for, you know? Well, true, but maybe she's I don't know. thinking, you know, if she predeceases him, how does she make sure that the bulk of the money goes to, like, her daughter and grandkids or, right. you know, mm. stuff like that? Yeah, that's true. That's Be a spiritual point. wedding, not an official one. That's my... Yeah. yeah no legal wedding, just there a spiritual go. romantic wedding. That's the way to do it. Yeah, do not do... Not do just like uh, Kenny and Mari, right? They yeah, should have exactly. Said. A Kenny and Mari spiritual-style wedding. So that'll be interesting. I will say I think that this season of Paradise overall was a letdown in general because it just like there were no we got to a three hour long episode last night and I went into it thinking I don't even really care about any of these people or how they end up or don't end up. You know, I got to say, I know she's like a fan favorite now, but I think the Nexus or like the Apex or whatever of my real dislike of this season of Bachelor in Paradise is Olivia. And it's not her. It's not her talking to the TV. It's not her, you know, dating and then getting every single man stolen from her that could possibly get stolen, <laughs> except for the last one when there was no more women to steal her man. Um, it's it's more the the concept of her. The fact that a night one person can completely dominate our screens, meaning that there is no... There is no filter to the top you know the whole point of a Mm -hmm. night one cut is that that's it you are not charismatic or interesting or anything enough to keep going 
And you yeah. can't have like a workaround. Like you can't DNC this, you know? <laughs> Uh, if I'm gonna She's get not the first one to do it, but I would say it says a lot about the people who are on her season, all of whom, or at least the vast majority of whom, made it much further than she did in their original shows, and yet were not giving the same type of entertainment. It, it does say something, right? That, like, perhaps these people are a little bit of duds. Yeah, and so that, that to me, that that, you know, clash of you did not earn this. And I put that in quotes, of course. You know, there's not much of a meritocracy here mm-hmm. um, to have been this much on our TVs. And that goes for all of them. That goes for Peter. That goes from all those last minute, like, bro men they brought in and some other people I don't remember right now because they were night one cuts. <laughs> you know, Braden's, uh, uh, Becca, whatever. Um, the whole thing is, is just so... It's it's like it's like the opposite of both things, right? It's the least enjoyable and it's the longest time and we're supposed to be very invested and we're uninvested. And then there's less and then there's also higher expectations for these people. So it kind of gives us the worst of everything we're expecting. Um, Yeah, I can see what you're saying with that. Like when I think of, you know, like grocery store Joe is the iconic night one player who then became like a big player right, in the right. but he had, world, he had right. a campaign behind him he had a campaign behind, behind him, him from him. night he one multiple you know he was on paradise more than once so he's able to sort of build up from each one as like oh now right. this is a character we know more about and care more about when he comes back the second time to paradise and yeah i think it just I think that they didn't get this one entirely right in terms of entertainment that there were some balls dropped in mm-hmm production on the ground and then maybe also in editing it was just it was kind of disjointed i mean it goes back to the cat thing right like they spent weeks of footage trying to tell us that cat was a bad person who we should not like she's a horrible woman look at her shouting and then they try to just flip that 180 to be like also she's in love isn't that chill and you're like wait what so i just like they they didn't do a good job with this one like they could have made that better if they had even edited it in a better way to be like, look at the transformation cats going through or something, right? Like they so, didn't even give us that. Right. So, so maybe the big, but right. Cause people that we knew, like actually knew like Greer and Brooklyn did not stay on, which was weird. Right. Cause I just saw a yeah. picture of all of them and I'm like, I forgot that they were on it. They were I forgot big a lot of people were on it from the beginning. Right. And people who you liked from their season. Uh-huh. Right. Who were just like got so, a single episode. Yeah. And gone. Bachelor producers, like what they should do, honestly, is have everyone on night two, you know, on week two of the Bachelor Bachelorette sign something that says that they will go on The Bachelor uh, in Paradise. Because I think what's happening is that it's better not to go on Bachelor in Paradise if you're a big name. Um, And that's why someone like Sam from Canada Bachelor, who was like, who cares? was on our TV and we accepted it. No, we need to yeah. say we cool. it because we had nothing. You know what I yeah. mean? It was like, well, exactly. he's just a new it, person yeah, it was a very... here, so that's something. Well, I think what it is, right. is I heard on some other podcasts, the contracts they have them sign for Paradise are very restrictive now. Like, they can't do sponsorships for like a year or something. Whoa. Which is, a, oh. for the people who actually already have a following, 
that would be a big right. loss of money, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Maybe that explains the night one people. Well, that's what she said. It does. Yeah. They're coming in with a lot less. They don't have as many followers. They probably they either don't have any deals or they have very limited. So it's not a big deal to them to right. have to not do stuff for a certain period of time. And I don't know why they make that for such a long like I would get it if it's like you obviously can't post about this on right. Instagram for X period of time. Sure, that makes total sense. You don't want to spoil the season. But like, I don't understand why they're doing it that way. It, it seems odd to be like, because you know they've lost out on some bigger names who are just like, I already make money, so no. Yeah. 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 Well, speaking okay. of social media, follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram, Blue Sky, Twitter X, and Facebook oh at Bachelor PhD. We are manning none of those, but they're oh, they're there. No, no, no. I'm keeping keeping my eyes on them. All right. Did you get rid okay. of Mastodon? We're not doing Mastodon anymore. Well, Mastodons were my personal. Oh, okay. So you're you're tooting personally over there. I'm tooting personally. Yeah. Occasionally. Tooting. Yeah. I will never not All buy right. Mastodon. No, um, stupid. Well, we don't really have to sign off because we're going to be back in, in like, like three month. weeks. Yeah, yeah, three and a half. No, weeks it's or still oh, okay. It is a sign off. We've break. ended a season of the show, so it is. We have some time not podcasting, Craig. It is a sign off. All right. Well, then I'll think of something aspirational to say, like, uh, "Don't eat yellow yeah. snow." What class? What class do you want to uh, aspire to, Craig? Yeah. Why don't you aspire down? <laughs> few notches down from where you think you are oh, i don't think i'm very high so that would put me pretty exactly. low exactly pretty good okay uh, all right uh we'll see you in a few weeks bye okay, bye